Hey, this is Candia Raquel, founder of Centro de Poder, and you are at the Sensual Sessions podcast, the place to experience sensing pleasure through your senses in a way that it's completely free from inhibition. And today we have a very special guest. This is Johnny Christine. Welcome, Johnny. I am very happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Tell us how you got into, into your work that I understood globally as polarity, but I know there's more to it. So tell us. Yes. More. Thank you. Yes. Um, really, my journey started um, I, over 20 years ago. I started teaching yoga and meditation and started to really become curious about this concept of embodiment and awareness presence. And then as as those years of teaching yoga kept going by, I I got even more curious about psychology. So I ended up going to university, um ended up getting a master's degree in what's called somatic counseling psychology. So somatic meaning the body, body-based psychology. And while um Actually, in 2011 is when um, I was in between my bachelor's degree and master's degree, and I stumbled upon some books that were talking about this interesting concept that I had no clue about at the time, which is called sacred intimacy or sacred relationship. And reading these books, my mind just was blown away of how we can show up differently in relationship and use our relationship as a tool for spiritual maturity and spiritual growth. And um, so as I studied those books and I went through grad school, um, then I actually started doing in-person trainings with some world-renowned teachers on this topic and eventually even did a teacher training um, and Um, and so I guess that brings me to here where I am now, where I coach women and couples in sacred intimacy, in embodiment and presence practices. Nice. So sacred intimacy, that sounds, that sounds interesting, mysterious, and also a little bit esoteric. Is there something about that like is there some mysticism into it definitely definitely <laughs> okay yeah, so and yeah yeah we good okay mysticism mysticism yep sorry there might have been a freezing of the internet Um, yes. Yeah, so in this work, we we're looking at energy. Like we're all, we're, we're definitely looking at the body and the somatics of the work definitely, but we also are looking at subtle energies as well. Okay. And so, um, so the two most important ones are what is traditionally known as masculine energy or what my lineage, we call it alpha energy to help pull the gender stuff out. So alpha energy or masculine energy, and the other energy is feminine or, or omega energy. Alpha, omega. And it is, 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Alpha and Omega. And we all have both of these energies to varying degrees. And, um, oh, there's a puppy. <laughs> and um, just because we may be a certain gender, a certain sect, does not mean that we have to embody just one of those energies. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Right? We can actually become conscious of what energy we're embodying in a particular moment and we can make choice is this the energy i want to embody or do i maybe want to embody the other energy or somewhere along the spectrum okay alpha and omega can you tell us what is what is which like because i i can make my own conclusions on on interpreting my driven side, my go-getter side, my hustling, my relentless spirit, my confrontative spirit to my alpha energy, masculine and dominant, or I don't know if that's a dominatrix energy. And my closet through (laughs) side of just wanting to be around not thinking about numbers, nor dates, nor knowing what time of the day it is, and just like smelling the flowers is my <laughs> my omega side. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I, I'm not so lost. <laughs> no, you got you nailed it on the head. Yes, that's perfect. Yes. Alpha has this um this purpose orientated goal focused um penetrative moving forward type of energy right um problem solving tasks like making a list with all your tasks uh, a a syllabus right of logical thinking step by step procedures alpha okay. omega throws those lists out the window <laughs> no recipe to follow (laughs) it's just moment to moment enjoying and feeling and expressing it's about connection and nurture and um beauty um and just being alive now aliveness like the nuanced sensitivity and delight Okay, so are we like born with a certain tendency or predisposition or we choose, like, is it that we, one, born with with that setup of what you like deeply want or it's a matter of education or it's ultimately a matter of decision? I am very curious, like, because I have conflicts with my own alpha omega ness. <laughs> so I, I want to know, like, what am I truly? Well, you know, I I say try not to worry so much about this question because mm-hmm. I really see it as multiple factors play a role, right? Mm-hmm. 
who we're born to, how we're born into this world, what part of the world we're born into, right? So there's our there's our family patterns that are included, our social conditionings that are included, our role models, who, you know, who were around us and how did they impact us? Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these do play a role in how we developed, how we and how we continue to develop. Because remember, we always do have choice. Okay. We're not necessarily a slave to one of these energies or the other. Okay, okay. nice. But we just have to become aware of aware. this freedom and this, these nice. choices. Nice. Okay, so realizing what is going on in you as you at the moment in the given circumstance rather than identifying with with a certain energy with, with would be would actually be trying to fit in a role and comply like for example typical mexican women that are expected to get married at 22 and have three children or otherwise you're like there's something wrong with you and if you don't put your head down when the husband is talking like oh no you bad woman no you you are like not not complying with with the omega so that's a set up role that for for my own omega style like it, it just doesn't work but but then like how to and also there's the the alpha in the lower expression of that energy that is a fucking men that are like being historically abusive like this violence and etc so like i don't want to identify with the role of the omega stereotype nor the alpha stereotype because one is abusive and the other is like manipulator because like this apparently passive role of of the submissive women like has this martyrability to inflict guilt on the other and turn into moral superiority. So it makes a very interesting, smelly but tasting mix. (laughs) So the question is (laughs) how to rise above or move aside or just like deal with all the omega alpha stereotypes so we can like at least get curious on on what's our true expression in ourselves. Yes. Yes, beautiful. So a few things that that has stirred up within me. Yes. One being um I I I generally don't like to put ourselves in boxes and labels. And yet at the same time it can be helpful to know at your at your core, the core of who you are, which energy may be more your natural energy, right? So even though I have some kick-ass, excuse my language, but um, yeah. <laughs> right, I, I do. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> kick-ass. <laughs> right? I do. 
<laughs> yes, I have some kick-ass alpha skills. Like I was able to put myself through college and get a master's degree and work from, you know, I left my parents' house at 15 years old, you know, like I needed to cultivate those alpha skills. Yes. And yet at my essence, at my core, I am more of an omega-based being. Yes. Right? Yes. So the, the, this term is uh, energetic agility. That is the yes. ability to move yes. from one energy to the other. But yes. ultimately, my essence is an omega-based being nice. Nice. at the root. And we can talk more about how to identify that in a minute if you'd like. But you also touched on this um, important topic of like... Um, kind of like the unhealthy versions of yes. the ex these energies expressed, right? Yes. And so we might say uh, th that um, this is coming from uh, the author, David Data, his works. Yes. Um, okay, good, good. You're familiar. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Happy. so he might, <laughs> he might say that those examples that you gave are like a level one of alpha and omega expression right and that is where where the individual is more focused on self right it's a self-orientated lens that they live through life am i getting my needs met you know and then you know bad on you because you're not helping me kind of an attitude and the the second level of relating in that kind of way is where we're we're working together we're working together it's like th it couples therapy right okay. or we read some say that again like 50 50 50 percent omega 50 percent alpha i am perfectly balanced but that's like like flat lining in terms of energy i suppose yeah, actually, so what you're talking about is just a little different from what I'm talking about. And let me explain what I'm talking about is how uh, uh, we navigate relationships. Okay. So with level one would be where we're just mostly focused on me, myself and I and getting my needs met. It's kind of like me, 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 me. It's a child like lens, yes. right? Yes. children yeah. and no blamed children right that's that's how they develop yes but when we start to get in our 20s 30s definitely 40s 50s and 60s if we're still navigating at that way um you know yeah <laughs> good luck <laughs> exactly <laughs> and so this the the next level of relating is where we can actually consider the other person and are your needs getting met as well as my needs, right? And so that's where I was like saying, like, you know, this is like a therapy, couples therapy realm, or when we're bo both reading self-help books or self-improvement books, and we're, we're, we're allowing time for one person to speak and then the other person speaks, mm -hmm. right? That's the second way of relating. Um, and then the third level is where we this is like the more spiritually mature this is not common okay it's not a common thing and it's not anything that you need to shame or blame yourself on it's just um 
a way of living where you're just living as love moment to moment to moment, no matter if your needs are getting met or not. Right. It can be a, a level of devotion where you're showing up for your partner when they're in the hospital bed and you're there every day, not going to your own job. Right. And you're showing up in this level of devotion, even though they can't provide anything to you. Right. That. Right. Um, so so why I'm bringing this up is because we can be still in the alpha and omega in these different ways of showing up in relationship. So it doesn't just have to look like the 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 woman who is just giving, 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 doesn't give eye contact, and it doesn't have to just necessarily be the alpha that which is controlling and commanding. It can also look different ways, um, but still be an, an alpha or still be an omega. Yes. Um, did I go a little too far out there with that? It's and and if okay. the socialist here didn't get it, like they can rewind the video or the audio, no problem. Yeah, because like Great. this is gold because it's like like the clear structure of three levels of of development in in a certain way to understand. Like first yeah. stage is you're in super selfish mode, either alpha or omega. Like you are an alpha asshole or and an omega we be hyper vulnerable good for nothing lady like like a three year old like we need to be like that when you're when we are that little so we don't starve but like you cannot successfully keep on navigating the world just on level one and level two it's like uh 50 50 that is like uh, a good level to, to move. And the third stage is to be like more aware and more spirit, spiritually developed so that you're in, in a position of being the gift of, of presence. Like you are more here to give and offer in a devotional way, the best that you can beyond your needs. And that's pretty much uncommon. <laughs> right. Yes. Yep. Nice. Yep. And we can flow in and out of those different levels. It doesn't uh -huh. like, like, trust me, I still have moments where I can drop down to that level one and, you know, not feeling well. Right. And just like, I need someone to care for me and, you know, bring me juice or whatever. Yeah. Right. We can still do that. Doesn't mean we have to stay there, right? We nice. can come back. Okay. Okay. So, like, if you feel level three, super heart open after a retreat and maybe ayahuasca, or maybe you just fell in love and you're, you're like that, but like, don't judge yourself if, if then you fall back into stage two. Like, those are reversible stages and, and navigating through them. And striving to to at least be on, on the middle is, I understand, like a practice. And if you fall to level one, like I need a hug and I need like chicken soup, like that's an indicator that you need self-care. Like you need to go and buy your soup and 
and go to acupuncture or whatever because you are on that needy state. And as an adult, like, like try to, to sort that out. That is very interesting because it's very, it's liberating from, from judgment and it's a, like a clear reference of, of practical self-assessment -assess on how you are like moment by moment in the world. Yes. Um, and it gives you like, once you are aware, then you can do something about it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yes, exactly. Right. Nice. Empowerment. empowerment. That is empowerment. Knowing and then choosing. Yeah. Know thyself. <laughs> yeah. Very, very worthwhile endeavor. So I have a, a question that you, you hinted before. So how can we identify what is like the place that we enjoy the most, alpha or omega? Yes. Great question. Great question. So some questions that you can start asking yourself is um, let's just, let's just talk about sex right now. Is that okay? Fantastic. Great. <laughs> okay. So some simple questions that you can start to, 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 to get curious about. Do I like to be penetrated more than I like to penetrate another? Or do I like to penetrate another more than I like to pen be penetrated, right? Very basic question, right? And that may change depending on the moment, right? Like who, but generally speaking in your, in your entire experience, what do you like the most, right? So Omega or the feminine is one that enjoys to be penetrated, right? Where alpha is the penetrator. Okay. 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 Though so, so I, I have a question mark face now because I am a woman, biological and all the rest of defaults. So like genica, genitally speaking, <laughs> how would penetrating would be like, like, with a cock and bear or with a hand <laughs> because like right you could use you could use lot you could get so creative right okay. you, it could be hands it could be toes it could be <laughs> you know it could be it could be a toy an external it could be a, an external device right okay. an elbow i love that right <laughs> So that that's just one, that's just, just one way, right? There's right. also like, um, let's, let's use our voice. For example, let's yeah. look at the throat and speaking. Are you one to more tell people what to do? Do you like to tell your lover and command your lover on what to do? Or maybe you like more on receiving direction and being told what to do. Yeah, right. I, I prefer that he already knows everything that I like that I did I didn't even knew I liked. <laughs> but of course, that's a huge demand. Like, give me a gift that I like even more than the gift <laughs> that I would ask you for. <laughs> right, right. And, and really, with that, we're getting into something else that I would you know totally love to talk about. But just um. Let's let's in a practical and we way. Can go, we can go there if you want, but right now let's just talk about how do you use your voice in the bedroom? 
Are you one to more um, tell what to do? Like, for example, a woman telling a man what to do, but the woman is in her alpha and the man is in her, his omega, right? right? She might, like you brought up, you you brought in dominatrix, right? Like that is a good, perfect example of a woman being in alpha, okay. right? And telling the man, get on the bed, bend over, right? And then like, uh, you know, you, using touch, right? In a commanding kind of way. It doesn't have to be harsh or hurting. It's just commanding and yeah. directing. It's leading the way. Yes, right? Where Omega is more about surrendering, is about following, is about... Um, you know, opening up and allowing and receiving. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. It makes sense because, like, it's not the same, like, if you like to be on the bottom and the guy on top and you like to feel the weight of the guy and, like, be moved through his movement than if you like to ride the guy, like... You just sit there and here I go because. <laughs> right. Here, here's another example. This is one of, of looking at. So, so far we talked about the genitals, right? Yeah. The sex. Yeah. We talked about the voice yeah. and here's an example from the mind, right? Do you like to feel your lover's attention on you and them enjoying your body and your pleasure? Like see, seeing, right? Or do you um, want their attention, right? Like, so, so an alpha-based being wants to see omega in ecstasy. And that's yeah. how they get pleasure. Yeah. Omega feels the pleasure rippling through her body. She's lost in all the sensation and enjoying like you said, being on top. It's not that she she's on top to give him pleasure and to watch him have his, his own experience. That would be an alpha. Yes. She's on top and, and enjoying the movement and the feeling and the sensations. She might not even be totally aware that he's right there. She's yeah, still yeah. lost <laughs> and submersed. Yes, yes definitely. <laughs> That that for me nailed the the now I officially hereby declare myself Omega. <laughs> it's very clear. Like if you want to be the center of the attention, or you prefer that your attention is focused on the beloved being like lost in ecstasy. And now I recall something from my dance teacher that was a director of one of the companies that I danced in, that one time he said, there's no greater pleasure than, than generating it, than, than producing pleasure. Like there's no greater pleasure than creating pleasure. And for me, it was like, what? No, there's no greater pleasure than pleasure. <laughs> than experiencing pleasure, right? Yeah, like, like how come the pleasure of creating pleasure is greater than pleasure itself? Oh, you're wrong. Perfect example of alpha and omega experiences. 
totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and now I get it. And he also said, like, no, I prefer I like to dance. I like to be on stage, but I enjoy the most being backstage organizing the dance in the theater. So like he 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 prefers to be like the puppeteer with the puppets <laughs> in sort of a Machiavellical way. But of course, yes, he's very masculine, though he's gay. And that's Doesn't very matter, interesting. Right? So, yeah, so yeah. he's gay, but he is most com comfortable on his alpha. Yeah. And for me, it was like, yeah, and it happened to me with a boyfriend, like, no, you cannot be enjoying more than me and getting you cannot get lost here because then we're gonna end nowhere and if we are going nowhere i don't need you because i can take myself alone somewhere right. better than it seems that you can take me <laughs> yes. yes exactly i love that that's why it's so it can be so helpful to know what your core is so that you're not even you can buy bypass the whole like nine month relationship or whatever with someone who is actually more like a friend to you exactly exactly we're in, in 50 50 right yes yeah very clarifying and useful and like <laughs> there's no, there no point of of getting into an intimate situation of someone that that gets pleasure in the same way that you can do, unless you're willing to surrender. And more than, not a devotional surrender, If you, more like you're willing to give up your own satisfaction to play the other polarity of energy to satisfy the other. But that's more like a sacrifice than, than a true gift. Right. So, yeah. so it's nice. That might not last very long. That, that might not last very long. Yeah, and I got along very well with this teacher director, even though he is gay and everything, because like he was very good in alphaness. Though it wasn't um, an intimate relation, it was like a work collaboration. But like with his, uh, this leads to to my next question: that is polarity in non-intimate relationships. So mm -hmm. polarity for your everyday life <laughs> question. So I, I got along very well with, with this teacher, like Hugh, like I could welcome his his direction with no kind of, of resistance because for me it was trustworthy. It was very like we matched perfectly and like, I healed and like one of the most important people in my life. Though, other than that, like <laughs> the four times that I tried to be an employee and that filed for a job, like there was like against the wall, like I have a certain kind of omega and alpha combo that makes my omega rise in opposition, no, my alpha, like my, my direction, my directive energy gets triggered 
so to say, very quickly, if I don't get like a certain kind of, of alpha quality with the person I am dealing with. So like, yes. yeah, like with the boyfriend, like, okay, if you don't know what to do, then I, I am going to do what, what it's needed for both of us. And I solve this and get this thing done and like next. <laughs> so how, how does that play? And what is a good way to, to become more aware of our day-to-day alpha omega polarity so we can navigate regular life in, in, a, in a more delivered and productive, conscious. Mm-hmm. conscious and even generous way. Not, not sacrificial, but generous. I love that. I love that question so much. So I'm just going to recap on what we talked about already, and then I'm going to add on to that. Great. So I find it helpful to use the image of a, um, like a piano, the keys of a piano, right? And Omega we'll say are the more high notes, the softer, lighter notes and alpha the more stronger notes, right? And we can, you know, we can play anywhere on that range. Some of us though are limited to just a few keys. Let's just be real, right? Um, And their work is learning how to move more up and down that range. But, so I'm gonna stop there for a second, okay. So we have alpha and omega, or excuse me, omega and alpha. Now I'm going to bring in this concept called the three ways of relating. This is different than what we've already talked about. Okay. This is specific to alpha and omega and how we relate to another person within these energies. So we have alpha, alpha, both people are in alpha. This creates, um, this is good when we're business partners. This is good when we're co-parenting and we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, run a household together, right? This is good when we're working on a project together, right? There's a goal, a mission, and we're both on it, but it can also lead to butting heads. Yes. My way is the best. No, my way is the best. And I'm going to prove it to you, right? right. There is no sexual chemistry here At whatsoever. All. No, dead, gone, right? The second way is each person shows up in omega and omega. This is great for friendships, right? Okay. This this is so, so beautiful, heartwarming connection right but with your lover this can look like on the weekend night cozying up together on the couch and watching netflix or movies and eating popcorn and pizza or whatever it is right like but there's no there's no juicy sexual chemistry it's just you're chilling that's it right yeah it can also look like 
you both are having and both are experiencing emotion at the same time, like you're processing some deep emotion, both of you, right? You might both be crying uh, around something, right? This again is omega omega. And this is more like friends, no sexual chemistry. Yeah. And I see this, um, right? In movies. And, and I hear it when my clients come to me and they say, we're more like friends we're more like roommates than we are lovers, right? So that that's that dynamic. Now, the third way of relating is where one person is an alpha and one person is an omega. And it doesn't matter who it is. It, could, it depends on the moment. But as long as there's polar opposite energies, then there's that sexual charge. And so we... We, this is a game. I want to emphasize it. Do not worry. Do not become obsessed and stressed out. I have to live in polarity. I have to always be in the opposite energy of my partner. When you do that, you are no longer in the present moment. Right? So rather than stressing out about it, just develop a playful sense of curiosity and just start checking in. What energy am I in right now? So this is a common problem that I see with women who come to work with me is that, again, they're they're badasses in their job, in their profession, right? They're killing it. They're either entrepreneurs or they're just doing, they just do great at their work. And when they come home and their partner is there and their partner may also be an alpha-based being, and now suddenly they're relating an alpha alpha and they can't get out of that dynamic. Right. And so we work together with how can you better tra- better become aware that you're in alpha energy when you want to switch into omega and then the, the, the transition of switching into omega. It, it, it's, it's like a muscle. It, you, uh, as you first start to develop it, right. You're like, I don't want to go to the gym and work out. There's resistance. And then your arm starts to get sore because you're lifting weights. Right. And you're like, this is uncomfortable. Right. But after a few months of doing it, all of a sudden it's easy. And you're like, yeah, I got this. Right. And you start to see definition. So that's the same with the working with these energies, right? At first it's a, you're a little clumsy you're there's a little resistance, you know, you're going to stumble a bit, but as you keep doing it, it becomes easier and easier and easier and you become better and faster and more efficient at doing it. Now with your example, which I just truly appreciate, because again, with a lot of the women I work with, this, this comes up. Now I have, I have a very specific program. Uh, it's a group program for women where we explore the, you didn't quite touch on this, but I'm going to bring it in here. Um, this, this, what I call a relative sense of safety. Yes. If our alpha based partner is n- not showing up fully, we can feel that. Definitely. Right. It's actually, it hurts. It's like 
you're lukewarm and I am here all open like a lettuce and you're doing nothing, like I'm going to rot in me if I'm next to you. Right, right. Yes. Yep. And then we can get triggered, right? Yep. And we can close and collapse. And then we can start to take charge and be like, look, my alpha's got this, right? Yeah. So. Which I don't want to blame or shame that, right? There's a time and place. And, and sometimes that's, that is very appropriate. But if we're wanting to go deeper into these practices and, and learn how to inspire our partner to that, step up their game. That inspire him. And that, right. that won't happen from the alpha. Like you have to be the alpha. And I am telling you, no, like there's, then you're like, like his mother and it, it's like a castrating position. So, exactly. Yeah. And it's very difficult because like it happened to me with one boyfriend, like, I want him to do what I want, but, and, and if I tell him and he doesn't do it, I'm going to get super angry. But if I tell him and he does what I tell him to do, I am going to hate him even more because I'm going to feel that he has no balls to stand on his own and he's letting me manipulate him. So it was like, and, and I told my shrink about it and he just laughed like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like like and she told me that is neurosis neurosis <laughs> and and yeah of course and yeah and now i am getting it the, the operative word here is inspiration not commanding and that inspiration is challenging in in an unchallenging way <laughs> because it cannot be a a plan and a strategy and a directive to, to inspire him because then it's doing something to get something and then it won't work. So would yes. you share with us an exercise on how to, to tap into this naturally inspire, inspiring Omega self, especially for us workaholic go-getter women and like yeah <laughs> most of of the sensualists are, are like that they are like accountants lawyers uh single mothers and that is very necessary because these these alpha tools won't work if you are going for 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 embodying the omega side of the equation of passionate right. polarity and pleasure. Right. Right. Yes. So I do want to just stress what you said because you said it so well and it's so right on. Like we, we may have these moments where we're not even aware that we're telling our partner what to do and how to do it. So that is a, a huge first step is starting to actually hear what we're saying or how, you know, are, are we telling them to take out the trash? Are we reminding them to, to clean up the counter? Are we telling them how to perform on us sexually, right? Like there, there's all these different ways. And, and as we start realizing all the ways that we may engage in this behavior, we might start to you know, feel blame or shame. Don't bother with blame or shame. 
recognize it for what it is. Take ownership. You can apologize if you if you if you say something and then you realize it. Go ahead and apologize and then try again. Okay. Try it a different way. Yep. Right. And so, what is so important in these moments is um, when we're really focused on what we want and how we want it, we're acting from that level one stage remember all about me mine and what i want right so i call this this is like a craving that we're acting from this craving right what we would ideally love to do is actually come from a a a place of equanimity yes right so this this is meaning like i can have this or i cannot have this Either way, I'm still going to show up as love. Okay. Right? And that is more like that third stage. And it's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard. (laughs) But if we can, you know, we can baby steps. Try it on with baby steps. Right? And rather than directing, maybe if you could give me a very specific example, that will be best. Um, So if something comes to you, let me know. Um, in the meantime, I'll just give an example. Let's say um, we're we're having an experience where our partner may be performing oral sex on us. Yes. Say that, right? And they're going about things and we're just like, what the heck? Like, no, this this isn't this isn't good. Like, you know, and if we hold that back. We all know what happens when we hold that back. Like, that's terrible, right? And we'll keep getting the same thing over and over and over again, right? Because they think we're enjoying it, right? Alpha-based beans are more dense, especially compared to omega beans, okay? I like to compare by saying omega is like a sensitive flower where it can open with the sunlight or close with the moonlight, right? And alpha is more like a rock, right? It yes. needs this harder shell because it's yes. penetrating the world, penetrating yes. us, right? It needs this this thick skin. Yes. Right? So they need our constant feedback. Notice I say feedback rather than criticism or complaining, right? right. So even just allowing them, you know, to know like, ah, no. Oh, ouch, right? Anything to 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 that can penetrate their thicker skin, let them know that isn't the way, right? And then when they do start to do something that does feel good, we have to let them know that too. Oh, yes, that. Oh, more. Yes, that, right? Let letting them know, giving them cues. Um as my teacher Justin likes to say, um in the bedroom for alpha it's like they're driving a race car um through the canyon the mountain canyons right at like 90 miles an hour with no headlights bam right when we don't give these cues when we don't say yes or no they fall through the cliff just with one sincere hurtful comment like castrating mother style that like you there was one time that i 
told my then boyfriend, like, what am I supposed to do with this? Can you recover even more quickly? And then like 30 seconds later, I told him like, go to your house, go to your mom's house and come back when you're hard. And ooh, ooh, he never came back. No, <laughs> no, that, no. that's the for formula to, to end a, a relation because as hard as they are, they, they are also very fragile when they are faced yes. to the cliff of these mountain canyons. Like they're really doing their best driving this Formula One car at full speed, like to please you. And if you come with nothing is ever enough because I don't feel deserving of pleasure because I have that problem, then you're risking hurting the other person. So that's, I think at this, at the core of, of this situation was my, my actual lack of presence in relation to him. And I spoke through the, through a hurt part of myself that was criticized like in that tone when I was in my alpha probably. And I just used him as a, as a scapegoat to retaliate that now I recognize that that was a coward, coward thing to do. But you said like, don't stay feeling guilty. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, that happens. Like if, if you're not aware, like in the midst of, of emotions, like the worst can get out. So, so yeah, I like a lot what you say on giving feedback, but it's what I get from how you expressed the concept of feedback is that it's not a discursive, rationalized feedback. It doesn't even sound like having a, an agenda, but it sounds more like a felt, sensed feedback on just fleshly voicing what's going on in the moment, like, ow, or like, yes, <laughs> more, or or whatever. And, and that's sincere, like, the other person cannot get offended because maybe it would hurt, hurt the negative feedback. But if if it's like sincerely true with not an ill intention, but just like a, we are in this together. And like yeah. it's actually Beautiful. the outcome of what we both are doing. And it's feedback, yes, for you, but, but also from maybe the position of my leg. So the full combo that we are doing, it's not working. Let's do something. You figure it out because you are on the driving seat. <laughs> yes, yes, right. And um you know a little a little thing because otherwise we are both falling on the cliff on the canyon because you're actually driving uh, you're actually in that car next to him yep yep yes yes so so he falls sense. you fall so so you are the one that has to sense the cures and whatever that he cannot see with the lights of the car you have to sense it in the flesh yep. that you are this is very interesting 
Yeah, this is sacred intimacy. Yes, yes. And so when we're expressing ourselves, rather if it's like you said, with the just with sound and ouch and ooh and ahs, um, or if we get more, I'll I'll include some actual language we could use, but that will be a different level. Um, We're doing this without blame or shame. That's the key. Yes, without no blame, blame and shame. Yeah. yeah, with that, that was exactly my mistake giving feedback to that poor guy. And at the end, I was actually blaming and shaming myself. I, I was like, like, yeah, finding a, a scapegoat to a sensation in me. So it's it's very important what you say, presence moment by moment and, and come forth to the encounter with the beloved as love no matter if if he's not fulfilling your needs in that moment like show up as love and give that feedback from that place yeah 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 so if we notice this uh sense of agitation or, you know, this thing that we really want that we're so focused on, this craving, right? I I like to say, I like to say, get curious with compassion, right? Really look at it. What need is not being met that you really desire, that you really want? And how can you express that again in a way without blame or shame, right? So it'd be, I need to feel your touch on my shoulders right now. I need to feel your arms around my body, right? Try to avoid things like, I need to feel safe. I need to feel loved because there's no action there. Yeah, it's very, right? it's, it's not, not clear. It, it's not actionable for the alpha to take action on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. This is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then you'll find, so we're we're actually going getting going back to what you were saying earlier. When we start to live in this way, um, with presence, which presence is made up of um awareness, sensitivity, and um be, equanimity. So all those three things, that's what real true presence is. Awareness, sensitivity, equanimity. Um, So when we can live from there more and more, moment to moment to moment, we actually invite our alpha lovers to blow our minds away. When When we're not telling them what to do, but we are letting them know what our needs are and letting them know what feels good and what doesn't suddenly the the impossible will happen things that we didn't even think were imaginable he can show up and be our hero in this way and just blow our minds away right you know this experience yes yes yes, definitely and that is inspiration that is the state from where inspiration like you you become that. Nice. Nice. This is fantastic. Johnny Christine. Thank you very much.
<laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. Essentialist. Please share this everywhere. Send it to your best friend, to your aunts, aunties, your grandmother. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They will know what we're talking about. Because I, I, I get the feeling that this is like something essential that, of course, get distorted with culture and everything. But like, there's a sense to it when, when you are like naturally embodied. And it's fantastic that we have this language that you're sharing and this clarity to like become aware and, and come back to to the wavelength that that we are feeling like more at home with at the moment by moment right love <laughs> yeah. love thank you johnny christine tell us how can we know more about your work thanks yeah so i um am becoming more and more active on instagram um so i'll direct everyone there uh johnny christine fraser is the handle. handle. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did just do a series, a live series with a with a men's coach who's also um, a sacred intimacy teacher. And um, it's a great way to get more around these concepts around presence, polarity, the sexual chemistry. And then a third piece that we didn't really touch on on this call is devotion. Devotion. Nice. Yep, and devotion to love itself, you know, devotion to God or, you know, devotion to whatever is greater than ourselves. Yes, beautiful, beautiful essence. Okay, thank you. So, the essentialist, go to Instagram and follow Johnny Christine Fraser there. Check out her new course with this great coach and learn more about what we talk about that is polarity and relationships and of course love and if you haven't subscribed already to the Central sessions podcast go to centraldepoder.com and get yourself signed up to get these episodes weekly on your inbox until then please remember to take the time to sense your fire so you can share the flame